Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. That's T E C O. V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Hi, everybody. What's up? What's up? Hi, hi, hi. Hi, guys. Hi, Donald on. Hi. hi, how are you, man? I'm, I can't complain, Donald. I can't complain. I know you can't complain, motherfucker. I love you so much. I love you so much. I wish I could give you a tight hug. Breast to breast. I, I would receive said hug. Yeah. With open arms. Let I would me tell lift, you. I would lift my breasts and then lower them onto yours. Wow. Yeah, I would see a little pickup and then I would just drape them onto yours. Okay. You would lift up your non-existent boobs. Well, don't call them non-existent for long. My pectoralis majors are coming I didn't in. say you had <laughs> I didn't say you didn't have pecs. I said yeah. you don't have boobs. Well, I would take Dude, my you are pec in shape. Well, I'm right not, now I'm, I'm not listen, I'm, I'm, okay. listen, listen, listen. I get it. I get no, it. You Gab listen. I listen. No, you listen. Gab Union is in real shape yes, right I'm now. Yes, I'm looking at Gab Union's Instagram and I'm getting back on that Peloton for longer amounts of time. <laughs> <laughs> So I yo, I dude, can't stand next to her looking like a melted candle. My, I think my nude stuff is coming up, or my there's oh, a your sex scene, scene coming up, yeah. right? My dude, I got I I I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I work out, but I don't necessarily eat the best. Yeah, he ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would think if I had a sex scene coming up, uh, uh, I would, and I was you, I would go all out with everything. Throw the kitchen sink. But here's at the it. thing. Here's the thing. I'll, this is a poll that I want to, uh, because my wife still loves me regardless of what weight I am. I don't think if I had a six pack, 
I don't think my wife would be like, damn, man, come here and give me that dick. Really? Because you, said, don't she's, she would you do that. said she's lusting all over the Bridgerton guy. Yeah, but that's, come on, man. That's a dude on television who's playing a character. Right. Who's written specifically for that. You know what I mean? If that guy in real life, I don't know what he's like. But I imagine he's not as smooth as Bridgerton is. No, and if I'm he is, he has he... to put he have to put on the Bridgerton accent. That's all I'm saying. My point is, and the dude is in shape, sure, whatever. But I imagine my wife would still love me, regardless of whatever shape I'm in, right? So the poll I want out there is, what do women prefer? You know what I mean? That's the question. If you really want to, if you really want to tell me at me, at Zach, at Joel, and at Daniel, what do women? prefer for real or how about this what do you prefer i i can tell i know what zach's gonna say i know what he prefers i'm asking what do you prefer listen i i don't i don't know i'm sure it's each their own women like different things um for me uh, um for example my girlfriend's not super into abs and being ripped uh, me being ripped but i for myself before i go shirtless in next to Gabrielle Union in a giant movie, I want to. I want to at least try to get as lean as possible. I feel you on that one. That's that's <laughs> that's a t- listen, man. I totally get it, man. Because look, if it was me next to Gab Union right now, right. it would be everybody be like, "How did that? What did he do?" All right, listen. You know what I'm most excited about is this live show everyone's talking about. Dude, it's going crazy right now. We're starting to get some momentum. People are talking about it on the interwebs. And I'm the more people that are talking about it and saying they're so stoked, the more like excited and and brainstormy I'm getting about ideas. I know because now it's getting to the point where we really got to think about this, dude. We can't just we can't just put out some bullshit. Listen, we got to give them what they want. You and I don't put out bullshit, but we have to we have to give them something good, right? And um. You know, so one idea I came up with is this is something I'd like to run by you. I started running it by you guys in the group chat. But I think, you know, I'm tired of trying. I've done all I can to recruit a dating app to come on and sponsor the date Joelle Monique segment. Mm. And we haven't had any any responses, uh, not even from farmers only. No one is interested in coming aboard for this. Um, I thought that one of our listeners might have a friend who works at – Although I just, as I'm saying this out loud, met a woman who works at Bumble. Joelle, will you remind me to reach out to that woman at Bumble I just met? All right. But the point is, we're taking matters into our own hands. This is my idea, Donald. Now, you tell me if and when you hate it. We set up an email. It's called datejoellemonique at gmail.com. If you think that you are a good prospective suitor for Joelle, you should submit a few sentences of why you're perfect to go on a date, probably virtually at this point, with Joelle. Now, we don't want any dirty talk. We don't want, if you, if you try and get dirty with it, you're eliminated. Certainly, if you submit a dick pic, you're out. We don't want to see as, your As your Daniel dick. said last week, no dick pics. No dick pics <laughs> and nothing, nothing inappropriate. But I'll give you an example if I was trying to, to get on this, right? I would say... Miss Monique, you are so you are so beautiful. I am so charmed by your voice, and I can't think of anything more perfect on my Friday night than pulling bong hits, watching Rebels, and petting, <laughs> and petting your puppy. That's Will a you pretty pl- sweet date, right? <laughs> Will you please 
Right. Let me uh, have a Zoom chat with you. All right. Now, that's the kind of thing that, you know, don't steal my shit, but that's the kind of thing that would be appropriate. And then maybe some pictures of yourself or your Instagram. Probably if you, if you have an Instagram handle, send it because let's be honest, you know, looks are a part of this. And then um, if you don't have an Instagram handle, send some pictures. Now, my idea, Donald, is that we, and by we, I mean Joelle and Daniel, go through all of the emails. And we pick the two best candidates and bring them on the live show and do our own date Joelle Monique dating game. That would be so fucking awesome. (laughs) I knew you'd love it. But the only way it's awesome is if Joelle wants to do it. Oh, Joelle, do you want to do it? I didn't even ask you. (laughs) We are so far into this that I'm definitely down. (laughs) Okay, she's down. well, 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 I, I have, I have doubts. I have, you know, it, it, dating is weird. So we'll see. I encourage you guys to just bring your A game and yeah. let's, let's see what happens. We'll meet at the very least. We'll probably meet some interesting people and that'll be fun. I don't know. And also uh, it's, it, it's, we, they can be men or women, right? Joelle? Yeah. Everybody is welcome to apply. Everybody is welcome. You can be a, uh, a woman who's interested in women or a man who's interested in, w- in women. And, um, and I think that what we'll do I haven't figured out all the logistics yet. Donald, should we hide the person so Joelle, Billy, should we hide the person so Joelle can't see them? How do I, we're going to figure out how to make it the most fun. But then here's I what mean, I'm, but wait, wait, wait. Let me last, my last thing is, I know this is complicated, guys, and I'm sorry. This is just, you're hearing the live brainstorming for the live show because I'm so excited about the live show. We found this website where you can take quick polls. And then my thought is, I'm going to let the crying dog out in one second. Billy, I'm trying to set Joelle up. We can have the audience, everyone watching the live show, go to this website where you can do live polls. And they'll pick. Now, Joelle, it'll ultimately be up to you. But just like the dating game, we'll be able to say the audience has selected Jimmy or Karen. I love it. Can I ask another question? Will there be a follow-up? Of course. To said date. Of course. It's just, we're just stealing, we're stealing the the structure. We're going to do exactly the the dating game. Well, not exactly. We're stealing, we're stealing some, I'm not going to say we'll be back in two and two. No, of course not. (laughs) But it's no, it's no longer, I'm sure it's no longer copywritten by them. So format wise, I'm sure anyone can do this by now. Right. But do you like the, again, audience and team here? We're going to hammer out the details. But this, this is the kind of shit I, I have insomnia anyway. I can't sleep. But this is the kind of shit I'm up thinking about. I'm so excited about the live show that I'm like, okay, there needs to be a Joelle dating game section where the audience can go to that website that we found and, and take a quick poll. Which person do you prefer? Do we do the whole, D- Joelle, do you... T- select who you chose or who the audience chose well i'm gonna choose the contestants right so i will let the audience select the person that i will spend some time with yeah um but you can but but can't but after this at the date and on the dating game you Uh would choose also you'd be like this is who i want to go out with oh my god and then the audience and then the audience would be like well this is who we think you should go out with. And sometimes it would be, you know, they would, they would be. What happens if it's different people? What happens then? Then you would be asked, what do you want to do, Joel? Do you want to go out with who you choose? Chose, I do not or... want to be in that position. So I'm just going to let the audience choose. Wow. No, wait. Different. All right. Well, wow. okay. It's up to you. You're the queen of all things. Fake doctors, real friends. <laughs> but I, but I think what's going to happen is before Joel decides, 
she we're going to tell her who the audience has preferred. And we're going to only do two people because I think they do. I forgot if they There's, do two or three. It's three. That's too many. We're gonna do, we, we can't have this be the whole show. This is going to be a segment. Well, look. Oh, okay. It doesn't have to be the whole show. We could do it and we could get the get rid of the first person within one minute. And then the last two, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Everybody pitches. Everybody, like. They got to pitch. Dude, you got to bring your A first. game. You got to bring your A game. And then she picks the two that she wants to stay. Right. But they're or not then, staying. They're not staying for the whole show. What's going to happen is we're going to say, okay, uh, Jimmy or Karen or Susie or Bill, thank <laughs> you for, you, you won. And so, uh, well, if there's a Karen in there, oh my no gosh. No Karen. It's just the first names. It could be whatever. So. So they, so then, 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 Wait. then, what? Let me digress a little Imagine Joelle, Joelle picks like a classic Karen with that Karen cut. Oh, no. <laughs> I, no. Yeah, I don't, I can't, I can't force. All right, that. but listen, but listen, so then you guys, Joelle will go off and she'll have her, her date Zoom. That's what you'll win. You'll win a date Zoom with Joelle. Probably, probably pulling bong hits and watching Rebels. And um and then best night ever. <laughs> I just described Joel. I just want you to know you're my cup of tea, Mama. Best <laughs> Donald, night ever. Donald, you can't participate. You I cannot. know I'm married too. Donald, I, I know. Donald's gonna be the Donald's gonna be sending in an email uh, for this. <laughs> oh my god! It would be the best conversations ever. Listen, we, we can I know cuddle, from our, we our text cuddle, and our cuddle, Instagram cuddle. exchanges, it would be it would be magnificent. You it know? would be. Thank you, Joel. You guys Amazing. would just sit there being like, no, because he shot first. You know, all that shit. <laughs> well, we already know how that goes, man. Come on now. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're excited. Joelle, do I have your permission to pursue this plan? Turn that key. All right. Yeah. Wow. All right. Now let's let everyone wow. know the, the double check. The email that we signed up for already, Joelle, is datejoellemonique at gmail.com. That is correct. J-O-E-L-L-E. M O N I Q U E. There you go. That sounds right. Oh my God, I'm so excited. All right, Joel. Listen, I'm ex- I'm I'm very excited for I'm very excited for this. As long as this is something she wants to do, if this is something that you feel we are pressuring you pressuring no, you into, no, she doesn't feel okay. that. And plus, you know, I, I, I also we also did a little eye messaging to each other too, so I wasn't pulling yeah. this out of my ass. Joelle's the one who's helped set up the email, so she, she wasn't, <laughs> she's not surprised by this, you know. Yeah, no, so we're good. I think. Although, do you guys think it would be cool if, like, you guys voted? If the three of you had a vote and yes. the audience voted? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Way, I, yeah. I, I have a feeling there's going to be a clear – I mean, my sense is there might be a clear frontrunner. But I, I I think if we if we pick them right mm-hmm. – and by the way, you – I don't – oh, shit. How does that happen? We can't know. pick for her. We can't no, pick for her. No, no, no. It's just like if you're on an app and you were swiping left or right. You, yes, you've got to. That's anonymous until it's I know. Not. But this, listen. What's what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to spend 15 minutes zooming with someone. What if I hurt th- somebody's feelings? That's that's I feel goes, bad. Right? Listen. Hey, no. Okay. 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 So there I it is. There. Like there that. is a disclaimer. Then here's the disclaimer. Be prepared to get dissed because this is dating and this well, is how we're it not going to be. We're not going to be rude to you, but we're going to say on right. this particular first date, Joelle has chosen Fuquan. Oh my God. I tried to go opposite of Karen. I, I know really what you did because you went because you went straight up typical names, and then you got <laughs> well. Very... <laughs> I knew no matter what name I said, you were going to criticize it. So I tried to go as far away from Bill and Karen as possible. <laughs> I like Bill. Bill's a good name. I like it. I'm not going to lie. Until the whole Karen thing started happening, Karen was a nice name. There were no, a lot of wasn't. people would really. It wasn't. By the way, Bill's so cute. He he texted me this morning. He's like, "Hey man, um, I'm on the live show, right?" 
Right on. Yeah. <laughs> we Aww. sent you an email yeah. yesterday, Good. Bill. Oh. Yes. No, Bill yes. is really. Uh, I love it when he gets like needy. He's like, "Am I? Am I on the live show?" Um. Anyway, Bill is not only on uh, on going to be on the live show, guys, but he's also going to be on our Family Feud, which is so thrilling. Although the only negative thing is we learned that it doesn't air till the summer, which is fine. Oh, oh word. Yeah, yeah, but that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I know the oh, summer's well. going to be here like that. Yeah. That's fine. We're you know what. We're you. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be. By the way, did you guys watch yeah. um uh, us on uh, Drew Drew Barrymore? I saw I the clips. It. Oh no, I did not. Oh my! Did gosh, you see her watch. in the onesie? I did see her. I in saw the onesie. that though. That was she amazing. Fabulous. Oh my god, it was so funny. I did not think she was going to come out wearing that onesie, Donald, and she did. It I was, was very happy she did. I was very happy she did. That would that that actually shout out Drew Barrymore, man. Thank you for. She said she'd come on our podcast. Yeah. Should we have her on? Yeah, I think so. I think it would be great. What the to... fuck? Sorry. Drew Barrymore is going to come here? Drew Barrymore <laughs> said, I said on her oh live show, would you come you on the podcast? Her. You cornered oh, her Jesus. on her live show. You cornered her on her show. Well, I did corner her, but I know that she genuinely loved Scrubs, and oh I know God. that she genuinely loves me and Donald, so I don't know why she wouldn't take an hour and come on and plug her well, she show. Doesn't even have to, she doesn't even have to do an hour, but she could come on, plug her show. We could talk about whatever episode, or we could just do... Uh, conversation I think we with do Drew. a conversation with Drew Barrymore yeah. because, I mean, think how many great stories Drew Barrymore has. I'm not going to be a whole person. <laughs> I can't be expected You're gonna to have truly to keep produce together. that episode. I'm going to try You're gonna have so to keep hard. It's Drew freaking Barrymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. It's Florence, fine. Florence it's fine. told me that she could recite every single one of Drew's lines from Charlie's Angels. Because it's a mother effing classic. It's like a top-tier <laughs> movie. I guess Joelle can, oh too. Oh, my God. Oh. I All right. Well, that's here. a lot of lot of shit going on. There's so much to talk about. Shall we uh, get into our theme song, Donald? Five, six, yes. seven, eight. Some stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's got stories that we all should know. So gather around to hear our gather. So one of the reasons I have to pee all the time is I, I, I spoke to this nutritionist, right? Because I've never spoken to a nutritionist in my life. And, and you know, she gave me a whole bunch of things to do. And, but, of course, the first thing they all tell you is you really have to drink a lot of water because we all know that, but we don't do it. So I bought this thing. It's this giant it's, – it's, mm-hmm. it's, what is this? It's, How many liters? It's 2,000 it's milliliters, which is what? Oh, two liters? How many liters? Yeah, it looks yes. like two liters right there. Yes. All right, I mean, so it has all these inspirational um, uh, quotes on it with times. Like, you got this. Keep going. Drink more. Nice. And and I've been drinking it. Now, of course, you have to pee. Like, peeing becomes a part of yeah. your life in a whole new way because you're like, yeah. you always have to pee. Yeah, you even dread going on long car drive rides. I know. Like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, uh, this is my day two of this, and I'm like having to strategize where the where the bathroom's going to be. You'll get ripped quick because of it, though. But, bro, apparently this is like one-third of what I'm supposed to drink. Yeah, you're supposed to literally. What? Okay, so Every day. check this an, out. An, yeah, ounce check this a, out. an ounce a pound, I heard. Check this out. When I, uh, so I, for kick-ass two, I got into sick shape, right? Like sick shape. When I say sick shape, I I, I was pretty ripped, like more ripped than I'd ever been in my life. Yeah. I wanted to redo it. And so I went to a nutritionist like you did. This man had me drinking damn near three gallons of water a day. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Let me tell you it's like, something. It's like a side job. Jesus Let me tell you. Christ. 
But let me tell you something. You never feel better. You you feel, first of all, your system, your system feels like it's at maximum drive, dude, because you are now fueling your body with which with what you are mostly made of, which is mm. water. And yeah. so now you're flushing your system and putting new water in and there's minerals and you're taking your multivitamins and now that's streaming through. Your gut is all of a sudden, like everything, water is so essential and we take it for granted. I take it it's for like, granted so I do too, man. It's like not putting oil in your car, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and I've never done it. I've always, and I'm really trying to turn over some new leaves because why not? I mean, we got, we got all yeah. this time and, um, and and so I'm trying, I, and I put a little, I put an emergency packet in it, um, you know, uh, so it has a little bit of flavor, you know, very mild flavored, because otherwise, I'm way more apt to drink it if there's just even a smidgen of a flavor. If it's just water, I'm like, ugh, dreading it. So I'm you, trying. Are you guys doing I'm, infusing your water? Are you doing that super like pH balanced water? Well, you can no. do that too. There's Regular that water. too. This is well, I have a I have a filter on my tap, but it's filtered yeah. tap, and then I and then I. You know, the, the I, packet has shit in it. The packet when, has, like, electrolytes and shit. Yeah, go ahead. When I did Remember the Titans, the what the trainer who trained us for that movie told us to do the day before we had our shirtless scenes was drink distilled water because then that flushes out all the salt and minerals in your body. And so really? then your skin shrinks. Did you notice once. it? Oh, Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, and then that morning you're supposed to like eat oatmeal so that all of the so that the day the day of you eat oatmeal so that soaks all of the water, the leftover water into wow. the oatmeal and you get ripped. It anyway, was... I I'm trying to I, I'm trying to just, you know, why not take on a hobby of like how healthy can you eat? That's what I'm trying to do. I like that. That's great. I um, think that's should awesome. we talk about your recap? Do you have a recap? I don't have a recap today. Oh, I see. So there's sort of a new pattern. Like you fucking drop these ridiculous reps, and then on other days you you take it all, time off to refresh your brain. Uh, it can't be all the time. And I think DJ Dano, his beats are precious. That and last I don't beat was fire, DJ Dano. That last beat yeah, was thank fire. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. What do you think of this episode? So we were talking about um, this Matthew Perry episode. It is um, uh, 411, My Unicorn. Yes. In some ways, it's a bit of a B-side. Well, the the get was that we had Matthew Perry on the show. And yes. that was the that was the huge, that was the great thing about it. The epi after watching the episode today, it was a okay episode. It's like, it's 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 got it's Doesn't have that many funny, yeah. It's a, but some B sides are dope, and it's you know, this is like the. I don't know. The, uh, it's a good episode. Casey was like, "Wow, that one wasn't that funny." That's what she said to me. Mm -hmm. I don't she think was it's like that funny. it was. There's a. She was like, "It's good." She was like, "It's a good." It was good, but it wasn't that funny. Like the story in it is pretty I cool. Didn't... The the connection between the dad. The grandfather, like, there's, I, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that Matt Perry's yes. real dad? So in the episode, the actor playing um, Matt's father is his father. And, and is that his grandfather? No. When, by the way, I read. I had to look at it. It's funny. Yeah, because it said his last name was yes. Perry also. So, yeah. and, so the guy playing old Murray, who's, you know, if you recall this episode, 
every time they say Murray, all these old men pop their heads out the doors because Matthew Perry's like, why did you name me Murray? It's an old person name. So just coincidentally, I read on Scrubs Wiki, the actor, uh, who I imagine might not even be with us anymore because he was playing an ancient man, uh, was Anthony Perry, no relation to Matt Perry. But John Bennett Perry plays his father. And he was great, by the way. Yeah, he, he was. He plays the guitar and he sings and he was very charming and, and I thought he did a great job. He, he, he did a very good job. And I thought I thought Matt did a great job, too. I think... And Matt directed it. But you ever notice that people usually do a good job when they direct themselves? <laughs> well, I think Matt, at the time, as I recall, was was interested in maybe getting to doing more directing. And, um, and Bill said, um, come do Scrubs, come guest star, and we'll let you direct one. I think that's kind of what, what They're happened. pretty good friends, aren't they? Um, I don't know if they would say they're good friends. They're they're friendly. Um, obviously, Bill was 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 super close with Courtney Cox because they did Cougar Town together, um, and 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 Matt, and everyone you know hangs out at Courtney's house, and I think and Courtney has lots of barbecues and stuff. So I think Bill got to know uh, Matt there. Okay, but I, I don't think that he and Matt ever hang out. Oh no, I don't think they ever really like hang out or do shit together. Okay, but anyway, there's some. There are that having been said. There are a handful of um, laugh-out-loud moments. Um, you're, first of all, the introduction of J.D.'s journal. Um, this is called My Unicorn because I, I'm given the journal by, by Matt Perry's dad, and I instantly draw what I claim is a horse with a sword on its head. Yes. Who's there to protect my hopes and dreams. Yes. Which everybody else sees as a unicorn. <laughs> yes. And you correct them over and over again also. Now why and then the and then the unicorn comes to life in a in an animated sequence and says, and, You know I'm a unicorn. Yeah. So why is JD is JD embarrassed to have a unicorn? So he's saying it's not a unicorn. It's a horse with a sword on its head. Yes. <laughs> because what? Because because a unicorn is just one step too effeminate for JD? Yes. <laughs> but in his mind, a horse with a sword on his head, fine. Fine. No, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with somehow gluing or 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 fusing a sword to a horse's head. That's yep. way more masculine than a unicorn. Yeah. So JD's embarrassed to admit that he loves unicorns and has drawn one on his on his hopes and dreams journal. <laughs> And the first time I laughed a lot, but I started watching this episode, and I'm like, um, and uh, I'm like, okay, meh, meh, meh. And then all of a sudden, Cox go. I say to Cox, guess what I found on the internet? And he says, a set of adult male shoulders. And, and then I go, totally earnestly, they had to trim them to get me out of that well. <laughs> Did you have to rewind it? Yeah. Did you rewind it? <laughs> that is far and away the funniest sentence in the episode. And it's uh, totally mo it's totally I don't know. Fast. It's totally I don't know, man. Fast. I don't know. Sweets for my sweets had me laugh out loud. Yeah, that, that had me funny. laugh out loud. That had me laugh so hard. I don't want to do what, what do you mean just do the pose and then Matt Perry does some crazy ass pose. I know. Sweets for the sweet. Sweets for the sweet. That that was funny. So I the theme of this episode is that the ladies are using their Feminine flirtation powers to manipulate people in the hospital. 
Yes. Carla that pushes is, her boobs together and gets cake. Gets cake. And Jordan manipulates somebody in the beginning to... The, the security guard to park yeah. her car. Right. And then the uh, joke is that Elliot doesn't like the ethics of it and also is horrible at it. Right. And... Um, but when she gets, but when she finally does do it, she becomes addicted to the right to to the power that she her newfound power. But they go to help her, and in the end, the janitor does it. The janitor, the janitor because, saves her. But also, this yeah, is the because first he time wants that, to marry her. Yeah, we really get a sense that the janitor is in love with Elliot and wants to marry her. Well, she he, uses the power on him. No, she gives him the wink and the tongue lick. Right. Now, does she give him a wink and a tongue lick or she just yes. him? Yes. Oh, okay. she gives him a wink and now, has he runs, tongue out. He runs out of there real quick. Her, yes. her Jedi powers, to keep your analogy going, are so fucking potent that the yeah. dude drops the carpet he's mopping. By the way, yes. mopping the carpet. Mopping a carpet, yes. <laughs> and uh, goes out in his van with the doors flapping open. I can only assume that happened by mistake and they kept it because it's funny because he drives off in his shitty van and the doors fly open. And the, right. The only and, way it would have been better is if boxes flew out in the back. Right. Or, or Randall, or, or Randall, the or small Randall janitor, goes Randall. <laughs> Marty. Um, but anyway, um, dude, I was sleeping, whatever. Um, so then he goes and buys a ring and he, he comes back and he gets on one knee and she walks right walks by him. right by him. And he yells at the ring, I told you to sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was $12. What do you expect? That's all he had, right? Well, he the guy was like I, the the jeweler was like this is so expensive whatever this price ten thousand he's like I have twelve dollars. <laughs> the janitor has no money, but he he probably would have money if he didn't spend it on things like building a squirrel army and knife wrenches. Right. Well, I the imagine fixes back. Yeah. Right. Must something must be happening coming up soon. Oh, Something must be coming up soon. Your 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 religious your religiosity disappeared for for a few seasons, but now right. it's back. There must be a story coming soon. Oh, really? You think they're laying the seeds for you needing to be religious? Maybe it's related to your diabetes. Maybe. We'll I see. don't know, but you you literally say to the crucifix, you pull it out, and you go, "Please get her." Yeah, so you're saying to Jesus to get Carla or something. Isn't that like blasphemy right there? Like, wouldn't that wouldn't like in this is the end. That's how Jonah Hill got possessed by the devil. What? What do you mean? Spoilers. Jonah Hill gets possessed by an evil demon. I don't think you have to do spoiler alert for a movie that's that old. Anyway, do you guys don't remember this? He goes, Yeah, I remember. Please kill Jay. I don't know this movie. You've never seen this at the end? It's fun. Oh, Rihanna punches the shit out of what's his face, and it's Michael amazing. Sarah. Yes, yeah, yeah, I mostly lived for that moment. It'd be a good uh, movie for your first date with the, with the person you're going to get in this live show. You should start thinking of things that you can do in during your Zoom. Oh my god! Okay, Connect Four. You can play Connect, Connect Four. four. <laughs> you would two sets. You need two sets. No, she would just say, Fuquan, where would you like the red?" Chip to go. <laughs> Red chip, Fuquan. Pay attention. Red chip, Fuquan. Oh Pretty God. sneaky, Fuquan. <laughs> I will absolutely take suggestions for what to do on a date over a video call because well, what? it's only. I, I think we're going to take the pressure off by by saying it's just a fifteen minute palette letter to see if there's any connection. Okay. And everyone's going to want to know the follow up. Oh I want to know if they want to go on a second date. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, and then we'll have the person on um, 
even if the but, date went poorly, we'll have them on yeah, to, we'll anal- have them on. to yeah, analyze yeah. what to happened. Analyze what happened. <laughs> what went wrong? No, I do not. That's the dating game. That's the dating game. Okay. I thought we were doing a dating game, guys. If it goes well, we'll see. We are doing a version of the dating game. But if it goes bad, it's so okay. You're right, though. You're right. Your life uh, is not up yes. for... Oh, my word. Now, we dissed Everwood in this show, and I, I, I got to say, I don't like Ever. What was Everwood? Everwood was... was a WB show, and I believe it was... Classic. Written, and I believe it was uh, created by Greg Berlani, if I'm not mistaken, who gave me my big break in the film The Broken Hearts Club. And so his... when you did that in this, didn't you say... I mean, when you saw I would, you know, at now I, I got to be honest. I don't like jokes that that just diss other people's shit for no reason. Right. And, I don't like that either anymore. And I and you know we did it back in the day because we didn't know better. But I I I always put some bad taste in my mouth. Like why? And it's a common thing now. Like people are always digging at other shows and other actors and other people. And I just I would never do that now. And I don't like it now. I've never seen an episode of Everwood. I imagine it was a hot CW show at the time, and we were trying to be like snarky. It was amazing. It was about his father, his son, and there was a train station and medical drama. Oh, man. Am I right? Was Greg Berlani the creator? Yes. All right. So then I remember Greg got mad, not real mad, but like, oh, we'll get them back. And on, I don't know if it was Everwood or one of his other shows. They they did some Scrubs or Zach Braff diss. I don't remember. See, that's what I, that see, man. It's like, it's like a rap battle. That's fine. Not a rap I'm battle. All, what do you call it? I'm all right with I'm all a right diss with track. that. It's like a diss track. I'm all right with that. That's you got that's, that's, that's all right. I don't want to be part of a diss track situation. Sure you do. If as long as there are rules and you're not, you know, and it's not taken out of context, I think it's always a good it's always good publicity to mention another show or another show mention you or you know I feel uh, cheap to me, to be honest. No, I, I think if there's an understanding, I think it's all right. Like, I think if there was a conversation between Bill and Greg, like, nowadays, if you were to do that, I would hope that that's how it would go down. And it wouldn't just be, you know, that's it just sounds weird to have the showrunner of Moms going at it with the showrunner of freaking, you know, The Flash. That just, you know, beef like that. Shouldn't happen. I don't know. I'm all. I'm. I'm not saying anything major other than I. I don't like humor that's like making fun of other people's creations anymore. I. I, I think it's too hard to make shit, and it's just me. So you for better no- never ever make fun of me for loving Star Wars. You better <laughs> never be like snore, bore. Ugh, just wait till I get this pad going. Wait till Daniel gives my <laughs> my pad CPR. There's gonna be so so many snores. <laughs> Um, all right, should we take a break, Joelle? Yes. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacoba's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacobas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store... Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at tacovas.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back! And we are back. You got more to say on the episode. Did you ever um, do like the hand clapping games when you were a kid? Like, hell yes. Right. I know, but Joelle, I know you did. Come on now. Oh, she know it. All dressed in black, 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 with silver buttons, 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 all down down her back. back. 
back, back, hell yeah. She asked her mother, mother, Come mother, up, for 15, 15 cents, 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 to CD. Elephant, 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 jump over the fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He jumped so high. I'm teaching my daughter that shit. I'm teaching my daughter that. She loves it. Yes. Oh, I bet, I bet, I bet your daughter would be so good at this clapping. That uh, one's stuff. that one's a hard one because then it does all of this and the, well, actually, she probably could do that. She's she a way better it. dancer than I am by now. Really? Already? Oh, dude, she's look. She does. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you guys because I just I can't imagine how fun it is when your kid gets to be around her age and some sort of talent starts emerging, whether it be athletic or dance or the arts or whatever. It must be so thrilling to be like, oh my god, look. She's definitely got some musical something going on with her. Uh, I don't know if it's good yet, you know. It still has to be nurtured. It's still, you know, the one thing Of course, but I have that... a feeling you guys are going to nurture it because it's exciting. She needs, to yeah. go to, she needs to go to the fame school, dance on a cab, and have Debbie Allen yell at her. Well, I'm try- I would love to put her in the Debbie Allen school. The Debbie Allen school's out here, man. She has yeah, a dance is. school out here, man. Oh, I was making a fame joke, but yes, good to No, Debbie, Debbie Allen. Allen has a great school she out here. She puts on the hot great... chocolate nutcracker. You know, oh, my gosh. She has a wonderful school. Oh, and why don't we I send her there? To... Because it's it's kind of far from where we are, and that's a trek. Like, everything that we got going on right here is within, you know, five five minutes away. What stuff. about one of these schools? I know Debbie Allen's more highfalutin high art than what i'm about to say but you know you see these schools on on the on instagram where the kids are doing hip-hop dance and like the camera's moving in and out and they're doing like choreography and you're like holy shit those kids can dance what about like i think you got to be a little bit older to go to those those uh no i'm sure they have them for all ages they don't see i don't see don't make me google don't make me google get your google on man i think it's more than a google i think it i think i do believe casey did call him and ask like you know is there an age limit and i believe at the time and she might be over it now while she's under it we should ask amanda because amanda klutz is uh dialed in with dancers and stuff maybe she knows and that's what's up um all right is the caller here bring the caller in guys we're excited bring it in they had a jack sherry give it up for jack sherry who's at the sherry. cheers bar jack sherry Whoa. Jack Sherry, I, your background is Sometimes the you want to go where everybody <laughs> knows your name. Oh, my bah, God. Bah, it's Jack. And, and they're, they're always glad you came. Dun, Jack Sherry, you want to go where you Don't. can see. People are all the same. You started this is beautiful. You want to go where everybody, everybody knows, knows your name. name. God. I get Oprah voice and Cheers theme yes. song. Now, for the listeners who can't see uh, Jack Sherry, his head is right over Norm's chair. Uh, his Here. background is the Cheers bar, and his head is right where Norm used to sit. Uh, yeah, no, so fun story for that. Me and my friends, we work in animation, so it's a lot what of- What type of animation do you work in? Uh, 2D. I work at Bento Box, a studio that does- Oh, box. dope. Yeah, you're, you're in California? No, I'm at the Atlanta studio. But right okay. now, I'm in Delaware. So it's, it's all over the place. Wait, what okay. do they do? What does Bento Box do? The main thing they do is uh, Bob's Burgers. But that's all LA. We handle a lot of different stuff. Like the shows I've worked on were like Hoops, which was a very short-lived project over mm-hmm. on Netflix. But um, yeah, no. So we, we work a lot of long nights. And one of the things we started doing a, like a year and a half ago was the lights would go down at outside of the studio the ac would kick off and we would just throw on two episodes of cheers and we would just end our day watching cheers 
It was great. Um, it's been a while. So we've since blown through Cheers. We've blown through Frasier. We have not watched this show because half of the people listen to this podcast and they don't <laughs> want to get ahead of where you guys oh, are. Oh, that's cool. I love hearing, cool. uh, Jack, I love hearing when people are actually choosing to listen as, as we go. Again, we have no yeah. idea a, a, a way of determining that. Although that could be a poll question, Joelle, on the live show, just to take a sampling of... Uh, we should start assembling questions we want to ask people because I know that'll just be a, a sampling of of people and uh, uh, maybe a skewed sample because they're people that are particularly interested in being a part of the show. But anyway, we could ask because I'm always curious if people are, are doing it like they're doing it, like, like as we're going. I really like that you guys at, at, at your job stick together kind of and watch, you know, television together. That's really... It's cute. It is cute. Yeah. It's like it's... That's a tight knit group. You guys probably do great animation together too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know that that's that's a great way to keep the morale up, especially during these times. Good you know? bonding. When I was a kid, um, in my room, I had a little portable TV that was the black and white screen, about that big. I don't know if you remember the, these kind. They were like I don't know. I'm I'm holding up my hands. Maybe it was. Well, four, five inches by five inches square. Did it have and, like the radio dial on it? Yes, and, everything? and then it had yeah. a long back to it, and it yeah. was like you know, it was like the size of a VCR almost. But but right. but the, the uh, screen was tiny. The yeah. screen was like five inches by five inches, and um, that's all I was allowed to have in my bedroom at this age. And I and I would go to WPIX in on the East Coast. Donald knows it, and they had Cheers on every night. And when I was <laughs> falling asleep, I would watch Cheers on my tiny little yeah. screen. So that that show has a a very special special place in my heart because it was it was the show that I could get. I mean, first of all, it's a great classic, but it, w- it was the show I could get at like eleven on WPIX. On my when you TV. stayed up late, when you stayed up till midnight, what came on though? Do you remember? On WPIX, WPIX? I don't know. I, I think I was a good kid and didn't stay up past midnight. <laughs> the honeymooners. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think yeah. I ever made it till the honeymooners. That's when you knew. Starring Ralph Cramden, The Honeymooners. You're right. You're right. I probably did uh, occasionally watch The Honeymooners. Um, All right, sir. uh, Welcome to the program, Jack. Do you have a question for us? I do have a question, and I apologize if I get a little rambly. My stories tend to go all over the place. Look who you're talking to. (laughs) I know. I'm a fan of it. I don't mind it. I I hope everybody's okay with it. But, um, But, yeah, so as an animator, as someone who makes art, I often look back at the stuff I made years ago and I will for example there was in in high school I made this uh, sequential like a comic book essentially a graphic novel and there's this one panel where every time I look at it there's like a, a pan like a cooking pan in the shot and every time I look at it I'll be taken back to sitting on my basement floor uh, drawing it, watching some some movie on Comedy Central like way too late at night just just drawing and I'm transported to that moment and I'm curious if you guys since you're watching all these all this footage that's decades old or like yeah decades old at this point um if you see something and you just are snapped right back to like where you were in your life while filming that I know you guys and I I wrote this in my email but you briefly talked about this with uh, Johnny C in one of the early episodes about um filming right after 9-11 and it was it was interesting to hear so I was curious if anything like that has come up again where it just really really brought you back to some moment in your life yeah I mean for me yeah I I think 
you know, it was nine years. And, and the, over the course of a decade, uh, we all have highs and lows. Um, you know, you, you fall into relationships, you fall out of relationships, you Donald went through a divorce, um, you, you know, people in your life get sick, some get better, some die. I mean, so much happens over the course of this time. And I definitely think there are episodes we see that I remember, oh, I, I can even see in my face, like, oh, I was in a good place then, or oof, I was, I looked puffy, it looks like I was drinking too much, or, <laughs> or I was depressed, or, I, oh, I remember that episode I'd gone through, I was going through a breakup, and so yeah, at certain times they they trigger they tr- they trigger um, memories for me. How about you, Donald? Definitely, it's it's all kind of blurry though. I, I'm not transported back to that moment ever. I'm always questioning what was I doing at that time, what was going on at that time because I I do, like you said, Zach. I I, I feel like I look a little chubby here, or I look a little. <laughs> what was I doing? What was going on? And then. You know, sometimes I'll look at the date and then I have to, you know, go through the mental Rolodex. What was I doing that year? What was I doing? Oh, that was the year I was getting divorced. You know, uh, that was the year I, I had that breakup or, you know, this was the year I met Casey. Um, I, I, I'm really I'm really I'm actually really excited to get to that moment in time where I meet Casey and how I am and how I felt at that moment. That's you know, a, I, I, I'm really excited for that. You know, I simp so much on this damn show, dude. I simp, I simp so much. I don't even know what simp means. What is it's been around mean? forever, but I do it so much. It's pretty much like I freaking worship my wife. Is that what it means? I worship my wife or I worship the woman in my oh, life? Or no? the, it's like or standing the, for women. Yeah. I, I, oh, standing isn't that, women. Are, isn't that the ideal situation that you simp? For your wife, yes. the idea is that there's a bit of an obsessive quality to oh, it, or a little oh, bit yeah, well, of like, he, he, like, um, like the Marshall Mathers thing that he does that standing for women. Yeah, I yeah, stand, got it. yeah, you stand for your wife. Yeah, I totally so much. Do you think <laughs> that she's ever freaked out by how much you're obsessed with her? She's like, I got that motherfucker good. <laughs> <laughs> she does, right? She yeah. knows she's got you good. Yeah, she got. She she knows what's up. She knows what's up. <laughs> That's so great, though. I, I I'm happy that you simp her. Yeah. So, so well, is that how you say it? Yeah, you said it right. For her, sure. simp, yeah. simp, C S I M, just S I M P, no H, just S I M P, simp, simp. Oh, simp, Donald. There's no P H. But there is when you say I simp. I well, no, it's, isn't well. it? There's in the in the in the far side. I simp. Damn, oh I wish I would. I simp. I guess she says. He says. Damn, I wish I wasn't such a wimp. Cause then I would let you know that I love you so. And if I was your man, then I would be true. The only lion I, I would do was in the bed with you. Hell yes. <laughs> she keeps Where's on the... passing me by. <laughs> that was my jam. She one. keeps on passing me <laughs> by. Passing me by. <laughs> you know nothing of this, do you, Zach? No, I don't. What, what is you it? You don't know passing me by? That's a classic. It's far side. Okay, so there was this rap group called Farside from the West Coast, California. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I got to educate you on this. And they had this amazing song, probably one of the biggest songs of the year. Uh, the album was them on a roller coaster coming out of a vagina, dude. The shit was freaking flavor, dude. Like it's they called were Farside? Like, That's yeah, the name P-H-A-R-C-Y-D. of the group, the Farside. Okay. And their, their biggest hit was the song Passing Me By, right? And the hook was, she keeps on passing me by. 
right? And, but I'm each one of them, heard it. each each one of them, kind of sing during their rap verse. And one of the verses is like, "My dear, my dear, my dear, you do not know me, but I know you very well. And let me tell you about these feelings I have for you. And I try to make some sort of attempt. I simp. Damn, I wish I wasn't such, such a wimp. Because then I would let you. And then it goes into that. Uh, but okay. it, anyway, it was uh, one of the dopest records <laughs> ever in the history of hip hop. Period, man. Like, I we could say we could go on. I could go on and on, but we won't. It's a great song. Let's, yeah. Great let's song. get back to let's get back to Jack. By the way, oh, I gotta tell you oh. something embarrassing that happened. So you know how I'm obsessed with the song I told you, the Bad Bunny with Rosalia yeah. song, La Noche de Anoche. Mm -hmm. Love the song, right? So good. Well, my housekeeper was over, and um, the song's in Spanish, and I wanted to to sort of show off. For Rosa, that I that I liked a Spanish song. She did not like the song. <laughs> Donald's doing her voice because Rosa, she's my housekeeper. She comes over once a week, and she's been with me for twenty years, and she's awesome. And Donald knows her, and she's a character. She has a very high voice, and so. But I was like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm so into a Spanish song that I don't know what the lyrics are, but I'm gonna crank it for Rosa so she thinks I'm cool because I like a Spanish song, right? <laughs> So I'm cranking it in the kitchen. I'm kind of dancing around, dancing with the dog. And Rose is kind of looking over at me. And I'm like, whatever. And then I get around to Googling the lyrics, you guys. The what lyrics, are they talking about? The lyrics are crazy. It's like. What are they saying? It gets, it gets dirty. Just wait. I don't know. I think he's coming on to me. <laughs> <laughs> wait. It's about fucking, obviously. But there's one part. There's, I was just so embarrassed. I just thought it was a love song. Because she yeah. thinks you want that now. Listen, She's like, I'm, this is, I'm sure of This it. is the lyric. You got so wet that I got baptized. <laughs> yeah. 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 He got baptized by her vagina juice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, I was already there. You didn't have to take me. You didn't have to take you me further. Hey. Oh. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jack, 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 you remember when Zach talked, when you, when you were asking the question about moments that take you to those? Oh, moments? yeah. Zach just took me to a moment that didn't, never existed. <laughs> but Bad Bunny and Zach described it so well that I was able to get there. He got baptized. I think Joel, Joel was there, too. Joel was like, now. Joel felt the, Joel felt the, I don't want to go there. I don't want to. (laughs) Begging you to steer this ship in a different direction. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. The point is, I got to come clean to Rosa and say, I'm sorry. I didn't know that these lyrics were about being baptized. No, 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 no. No, Zach. (laughs) I shouldn't shouldn't bring it up. 
Um, Maybe she didn't hear that lyric. I don't know. I just you felt like say, an embarrassed. I, w- I would say, listen, if you if that song offended you in any way, I apologize. I didn't right. know what the lyrics were. But let me tell you a funny, another funny Rosa story that that maybe means she wasn't offended. You'll love this, Joelle. Listen. So okay. every right, year, every year Rosa gives me. We exchange gifts. Down, you know the story. Yes, I do. And and um, and uh, and I give her something, uh, and she gives me something just like everybody exchanges gifts, whatever. And sometimes she gives me something that I, you know, I don't necessarily love, but I always display it because she's going to be there once a week and I don't want to hurt her feelings. So if it's a candle, if it's a vase, it might not be what I would have chosen for the center of the table, but I love her and I don't want to hurt her feelings. So I, I make sure that the item is displayed. So You're cut to one- You're a good man, Charlie what? Brown. You're a All good right, man, so Charlie Brown. Cut, I don't want to hurt her feelings. I love her. So cut to one year. I, I'm unwrapping my present. Have you ever seen these things they sell like- on the Tijuana border or like on eBay. And it's, it's signs that are made of old license plates, uh, letters. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Rosa has bought me one of those and it's giant. And the message is good weed, bad bitches. Yes. (laughs) What? Yes. A motto for life. Wow. Anyway. So I, uh, above my sink, a kitchen sink is a giant sign made of license plates that says, uh, bad bitches, good weed, because Hell I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to hurt Rose's feelings. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh yeah. Did, what did you do? What did you get her? Um, you know, I, I, I usually get her, um, a little something, something, and then, and then some money It's like a bonus. Like, you know, like you do, um, you, you but, get her a uh, nice gift though. I get her a little nice gesture and then and then cash because everybody wants cash, right? True yeah. that. All right, sorry, Jack. We totally forgot about you. You're sitting in the Cheers bar. I'm, I'm just listening. This All right, <laughs> All right. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. Well, enough about enough about um, Jack. Don't play that song for any senior. Uh, I do Spanish have a, speakers, a you know. similar story. I, I used to be in a frame shop where I was the only person, and I would I would get maybe like two people on a good day. And so I was in the back and I was just blasting music. And I think the song that came on was My Neck, My Back. And I heard yeah. the door like open up and I ran to the front and there was just this old woman standing oh, there horrified. Yes. Oh, no. I don't even have like the benefit of it being in a different language. That was just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, listen. Did she, did, she, did she buy a frame? She did. She was very polite. <laughs> <laughs> like nice. Did not um, scare her away. All right, Jack, time for your next question. Go. Sure. Um, this is not directly Scrubs related, but I, when I went back to school for animation, I think that's when I found out, Donald, that you also did animation. Yeah. And I, I honestly, like you, you've mentioned it here and there on the podcast. I would just like to listen to you geek out about it because watching the stuff you post is so nice and I love it. And I, I'm curious how you got into it because you are a successful man and stop motion is not your main career in any way. So I'm, I'm curious how you have the energy or time to even do something like stop motion. It's so, so meticulous. <laughs> I'm so happy you asked me this question. Oh, man. <laughs> I am too, not because gonna, it's something a lot of people don't know about you. I'm not going to lie to you. I do stop motion now uh, because I love it, obviously, and it's an art form, and it's a way for me to express things that I want to do, things that I, you know, uh, th- how I feel. You know, if you look at it, there's always some type of meaning to 
the stuff I do, even if it looks like it's just somebody walking across screen, screen right? That's what mm-hmm. that's what animation is. It, it's it's you expressing yourself through your movement, through uh, movement in some way, right? When I was a kid, there were a bunch of after school programs at this uh, private school that my mom put me in, and she couldn't afford it. But one of the after school programs was this, you know, class with Super 8 cameras, right? And when I got there, this woman would try to teach all of these little kids who were really young how to do stop motion. And she was having a hard time. So she brought this kid in who was maybe like 14, and he did it. And he did it with Star Wars action figures. And I was like, and, and, and so we'd have to wait till the next week. And so we were all goofing around and everything. And she played what he did on a screen. And he made the Star Wars action figures move around. And I was like, oh, shit, that's how they did it. That's how they did it in The Empire Strikes Back. That's how they... Mm-hmm. He, and I had taken, like, I had already been there for five weeks. You know, it was once every, once every week. I'd already been there for five weeks. And I had wasted all of this time. And so now I was like, I got to catch up. <laughs> and so when I started acting and making money, I would buy things like Super 8 cameras to try and practice animation in my apartment growing up. And uh, I, you know, without, without, without books and without lessons, it's really hard to understand the formula. It's like, you know, and then once you do understand the formula, it's hard to put it into motion, you know? Uh, well, and also to of- graduate to the level where you have, because I've, you know, as your friend, I've watched his skills go from, you know, simple Lego stuff to the stuff you're posting now on Instagram is really, I mean, it looks professional. I still, I, well, I, I still have a long way to go. There are, but too, you got, you, I mean, you can't see it because you're, because you've been living it, but you've definitely gotten really much better at it. Right. Anyway. So I'm, I leave the school. I'm no longer there. We, I'm practicing at home. I grow up a little bit more and animation is stop motion. Animation is way too much time. But I'm still a collector, right? So I'm collecting all of these things in my mind saying, one day I'm going to animate all of these toys. Yeah. I meet Seth Green uh, while doing Clueless. Breckenmeyer introduces me to Seth Green. And uh, the three of us became really good friends. And in throughout time, Seth created uh, this thing called Sweet Jay, which didn't turn into Robot Chicken. But I did some of the voices on the original on the yep. original series and uh, for Sony. It was like a digital series for Sony. And uh, I said to him one day, you know, I used to do this as a kid. I've always wanted to do this, you know, pretty much saying, how do I get into it? And he was like, well, I'll bring you by the studio and you can meet some people. So I went by the studio and he introduced me to some people. And I was like, well, I'd really like to hang out here a bit. He's like, why don't you intern? I was like, I can do that. He was like, "Yeah, why don't you intern?" I was like, "All right, bet." He was like, "I'll pick a, I'll pick a department for you to go into, and you can, and they'll let you work there." And I was like, "All right." And he picked puppets, and it was like, you know, how to build stop motion animation puppets, which was great for an animator because now you're learning the bones of the thing. And then he was like, "You know, go meet some of the animators," and I was like, "All right, fine." And I convinced some of these guys to come back to my house. I had just broken up with a girl, so I didn't need to impress anybody with how my house looked. I put a freaking big table <laughs> in my living room. Uh, like and... he, he, like his. For there were times, dude, where like 
Donald's whole dining room would be one set. His yeah. whole living room would be a different set, and they were like <laughs> epic sets, right, Donald? I would do, yeah. I was getting, I would, I got crazy with it at one point, and then I met my wife, and my wife was like, "Yeah, this is cool." And then <laughs> we had kids, and then she was like, "This shit gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> Donald had the ultimate bachelor pad. There were like arcade games, there were poker tables, there was like a movie theater. It was like the dream bachelor house. And then Casey moved in, and she's like. All right. Uh, did, am I, did the movers pull away? All right. Get this shit out of here. Out of here. Now. Yeah. <laughs> now. But recently, so what's happened recently is my my son has gone away to college to do art. He's heavily into it. I like to think some of the stuff that I did as a, when he was younger influenced him, but he's always had a thing for drawing, and now he's away at school. And his room is empty. So my <laughs> wife was like, if you want to, you can set up an animation room. And she let me do that. And so that's inspired me to get in there. That's great. I'm not going to waste the time now because it could be something else. I got to put something up or she's going to be like, you know, what are you? what is this even for? So I might as well, you know. It's great. And I, I, the, the patience you take with it, man. I, I, I can't imagine how meticulous and slow you have to do to, to move everything and keep track of it all. And then you've started incorporating camera moves which is just next level shit. Everybody's always like, you should do a tutorial. And it's like, I don't want to freaking. Yeah. You should do a tutorial. People would love that. Think about like, if you were able to like do a simple thing that someone could do with their kid, you know, or, you know, if you, if you were to do such a simple, it's hard example, to do it with kids. It's really hard. Kids have to show. All right. Well then forget the they kids. have to there's show. You could, so, so you could teach someone who's an aspiring. I'm sure there's plenty of people listening going, Oh, that would be a cool hobby. How the hell do I begin? You could probably watch some videos on YouTube, right? There's a bunch of them. That's how I did it. Yeah, there you go. YouTube. And then, but now I've sought out like people. So like, there's a bunch of people out there that I've, you know, made friends with. Like this one guy, Musay Booker. He's uh, Musay Booker. He's um, an animator. He's an African American animator also, and he's the guy that taught me most of the stuff I know, which is really cool. There's a couple of people at Leica that have helped me out. This this dude. Brad Shift, you know, like there's a bunch of people that have seen my stuff and have just given me a little bit of tips, a few tips here and a few tips there, you know, and and I'm very grateful for it because this is it's not just a hobby. It's a passion of mine. And I do one day hope to turn this into, uh, you know, I, I feel like I have a lot to say in this world. And this is a great way for me to say some of the things I want to say through yeah. stop motion animation. And maybe the Lucas company can steal more of your ideas like Black Stormtrooper. <laughs> I didn't say it, you did. You don't have to comment. <laughs> you don't have to comment. You just you just lean back in your chair and look at those sundresses. Um, they are lovely, aren't they? <laughs> All right, Jack, it's time for Delaware's favorite segment. It's, it's time, time to, to fix your life! life! It kind of goes hand in hand with what we've been talking about. I, as an animator, I am at this desk for 10 hours a day forever. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm curious, like, I also want to do stuff for my own. Like I'm working on other people's shows, obviously, but I have hopes of running my own shows or, or even making shorts or any sort of creative project. And I'm curious, especially now when when there's no real separation of work and home, at least for the people working from home currently, like 
how how do you find energy to just be like, well, I just did this for 10 hours. I'm going to exist in this same space and keep doing it, but for me. And you all, like uh, Daniel and Joel both included, you all have a lot of creative endeavors. And I'm curious what advice you have for just how do you how do you keep going and doing more stuff for yourself when it's just more of the same actual work that you're doing, if that makes sense. Do you have kids? I do not have kids. Are you married? Mm-mm. I'm just me. Donald Sullivan. A lot of a lot of my hustle yeah. showed up. I like I was doing it for fun before I got married and had kids. And when I got married and had kids, I wanted my kids to have fun also. And it couldn't just be about me anymore. And so I had to start figuring out new things. Um and it took a really long time for me to figure out how to put the time, you know, uh, you know, Zach, one of Zach's greatest examples to me of how to make a movie was it's like a puzzle. He said to me, it's like a puzzle, Donald, and you got to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And when you figure out the puzzle, you've made a, you, you know, you've made your movie and that's what it's like now in life. It's like a, you got to figure it out. It's a puzzle that, you know, I get it. You're in that same space, but if you really want to create your own things, the sacrifices have to happen and you have to figure out a way to, to, you know, even if it's taking a break for a little bit from it all and, and then charging up, you have to figure out a way to motivate yourself. Like I aspire to be a better version of myself because I know everybody else is out there doing it and right. and they're not going to do it for me. Nobody's going to call me up and be like, Donald, this is your dreams are right here. I'm going to hand them to you. I have to go out and get it. And so yeah. you have yeah. to sacrifice. You have, I know you're saying you, you, you hate being in that space for so long, but. <laughs> well, my advice know, is that's something you could, first of all, Donald's right. You don't have kids. You don't have a wife, um, which, 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 you know, gives you the ability to, to spend more time on, on your pursuits, you know, and, and what you want to do. And, and by the way, you can change up. I, my first thought while Donald was answering, I was thinking you can change up the variables. So I, even if you have to go to a friend's house, even if you have to go to, um, you know, obviously when the world opens back up a coffee shop, whatever, so that you change up your venue. So you're not turning into like Nicholson and the shining and, and just feeling stir crazy. And then also make sure the art that you're animating is quite different. So from whatever you're doing at your job, it feels new. It feels like if I go work on someone else's project as an actor, yeah, I would feel really bored going and then doing that same thing as my as a similar to my project. So I go write something that's totally different. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll write something that's in a totally different genre, totally different spirit. Um, yeah. Sometimes when I'm writing, I write at this desk I'm at right now, but sometimes I go, oh my God, I got cabin fever and I'll just take my laptop and go write somewhere else. Try to find ways to, to shake up what you're doing so it feels different. But, you know, last thing I just want to say is like, it's now, it's now or never, because you will probably get married and have kids and, and then become way busier. Now yeah. is the time for you to be like going making, making sure you're going for yeah. your dreams, not just being um, someone who's executing someone else's dreams. Wait, Joelle, did you want to say something? Um, I can I can do it in two seconds. The Toni Morrison method. Toni Morrison was raising children as a single mother while also editing some of the greatest books of the 20th century and mm. then wound up writing better books. It's crazy. 
she would wake up at four in the morning, work for two hours, then get her kids ready for school, then go do her job, then come home, then feed her kids and put them to bed and then do two more hours of work, <laughs> which is exhausting. But it's just essentially what these guys are saying, which is just small chunks of time. Like you just find you have to find pockets of time for yourself to make your projects or nothing. Yeah. I, I work 60 hours a week producing other shows and then I have to come in and do my own stuffed animal similarly to 60 hours of his work for iHeart, but then is also like doing his like live streaming and stuff. So it's just about carving out time and then making sure like, nope, that's my dedicated time. If I want this to eventually be done, I have to stick to that like very intense dedicated time. Right. I mean, all your job comes first because that's what's going to feed you and it's going to put all, you know, yes, that and it's gonna, you know, but you have to put forth the effort, even if you don't, you, you, we talk about the whiteboard. Put it up on a whiteboard so it reminds you, shit, I got two more. I got to do two more hours of this. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it was just a little bit of time and you got it done. And you're yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're not on, you're not plotting, you know, 10 years later, like, damn, I wish I would have, I had it, I, you know, I had all of this. I, I could have done it when I was younger. And now I got, you know, it's just, it's what it is, man. It's, it, this, this is, I you probably know this already. It's just you got to get out and do it. You just yeah. it's it's what it is. All right, Jack, we got to go. But sure. it's been very nice uh, meeting you. And um, and uh, Joel, do we have any kombucha to give the man? <laughs> could, you want to give Jack some yeah, kombucha? I like give Jack. Jack some kombucha. I, I think we we send Jack a pallet of GT's kombucha. Thank you, GT's. We'll love it. And Thank um, you, you can share it with your coworkers while you're watching um, famous sitcoms after work. Out there in Georgia, but in oh. spirit. <laughs> well, you'll share it with uh, whoever you're in Delaware. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Uh, all right, send me bye, your Jack. address. We'll get you some GT's kombucha. Thank you. See you all of you guys. Bye, it was Jack. great. It's great hanging out. Thank you for the pep talk. Good luck, Jack. All right. See you. Thank you, Jack. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Mother's Day, join CARE in honoring the resilience of mothers around the world. In Sierra Leone, facing one of the world's highest maternal mortality rates, one nurse named Zainab has not lost a single mother. Supported by CARE's work, Zainab's clinic has become a beacon of hope in her community. Zainab's spirit extends to CARE's work worldwide, aiming to ensure every mother's safety during childbirth. Learn more at care.org slash Mother's Day. You were wrong. I found his son. I found his son. I found his son. That's me. Yeah, the song we wrote together that we wrote on the back of the scooter. Yes. And you rehearsed it a few times, too. Yeah. And then when Mr. Perry falls, he does the <gasps> J.D. fall noise. Did you see the, the pratfall I had in this where I tripped? Yes. Over the bro- that was nice. Matthew Perry gave me that pratfall to do. He taught me it and was like, now run with it. Really? Yes. Why did Matthew Perry need to teach you how to do a pratfall? You know how to do a pratfall. Not like that. That was very involved. Oh, well, you did a great job. It was funny. How about when Sarah, uh, sorry, how about when Elliot says to Franklin, if you analyze this urine sample, then maybe I'll have sex with you, but probably not. Doesn't work on Franklin. He doesn't give a fuck. Hmm. Now, until Elliot rubs her nipples. Yeah. Okay. Now, Elliot. Oh, my God. That was quite sexual for network TV. That was very sexual. I was thinking, I was like, when I, Sarah was game for a lot yes, of Sarah, freaking things. Sarah dude. was game to, to, to be naughty, and she, um, she really, really gave her nipple quite a rub. And um, that worked. <laughs> 
it worked um, and got. Not only did it work for Matthew Perry, but I think it worked for a lot of people watching at the time. And it kind of worked for me just now. When I was watching it, too, I was like, wow, Sarah, go on with your sexy self. Yeah. And then I'm in the cafeteria and I rub my nipple to get another piece of cake. There's a lot of nipple rubbing going on in this episode. One for the road. <laughs> <laughs> and then he drops off the cake after I rub my nipple and I go, have a good weekend. <laughs> what was his name? Gerald or something? Yeah, something like that. Um, Glenn. One for the road, Glenn. Yeah, rubbing your nipple in this hospital is magical. It makes shit happen. This was a really good one. I really liked, I love this moment so much. I want to yes. have sex with it. Yeah. And then the callback. I love this moment so much that I'd cheat on that other moment with this one, get married to it, and raise tiny little moments. Yeah. That was a good one. That was good, dude. Yeah. That was a good one, dude. That's funny. And then uh, JD goes to seek out Murray at the uh, airfield, and there's like a North by Northwest uh, homage with the model airplane. And I remember this really being a pain in the ass to shoot because we were so psyched. The whole crew, everyone was excited because we were going to have real – a real model airplane. This is long before drones, obviously. So seeing a model airplane flying was not something any of us saw regularly. And these guys came out and we were so stoked. And like, take one, they flew it right into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so the fact that this sequence looks so good, uh, a lot of it was just stitched together. I remember eventually the grips rigged the plane so it was on like a a, 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 a a zip line, a zip line kind of thing. So it could fly accurately. And because because the guys were not accurate with flying this thing, even when they got it out of the tree. And um, so they, the grips came up with all interesting ways to make it look real. And it looks pretty, pretty decent for what it is. But then it's funny when it, when it crashes, it explodes. I go, what an odd sized explosion. <laughs> because it was like, I think it's meant to be. You know, this giant, it's it's this tiny plane, but there's this huge explosion. No, those planes are huge, dude. Those planes are huge in real well, life, this, man. Well, this one was probably, like, the wingspan was probably, like, four feet. Really? Have you ever, there's a spot around the, where I play, I play golf, and there's a spot across the street where the, like, the 13th hole is, and you can literally see the model planes, and sometimes they have jets. Yeah, And sometimes jets. they have red baron like the red baron like you were fighting and stuff and these things are huge like when they put them in their trunk they gotta fold it like in the big trucks too man those things are the wingspans are it's pretty long you'd think a jet a model airplane jet would could kill somebody i would think it could i believe it could what about when you're covered in bees what what was that i remember that day because the stunt man got stung well of course i would imagine so what, they just digitally put your face on the stuntman? Yes, they did. It looked pretty bad. Well, hey, man, come on. It's... No, I don't expect you to get real bees on you, but it didn't It didn't look very, it looked a little dated. I mean. So were you there? Did you watch him get the bees on I him? I did. I watched the whole thing, and I watched him get stung. Did he, like, did, Ow! He, did he have any experience with bees? No, none whatsoever. He was just a stuntman. What a stuntman. They were like, today's uh, work, you'll be getting covered by bees and you have no training with this. Go. Yeah. And and as a stuntman, you go, okay. This is like you said. So how are you going to hit the wall? I'm just going to. I'm just going to hit the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no trick to it. We're just going to put bees all over you. Right. Um, All right. So you're covered in bees. Then there's a really weird moment 
when Matt Perry says some random story about how he, now that he knows he's, that his father's not his birth father, it, it wasn't weird that he was hooking up with his cousin. And I'm like, been there with my gram, gram. Which I really don't understand. Did I have I don't a, either. Did I have a non-biological grandmother that I accidentally hooked up with? <laughs> Do you think you ad-libbed that or you think that was written in the, in the script? Been there with my gram-gram? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's, a, it's, it's bizarre. That's weird. You yell at Carlo. Is it Carlo? You go, woman, I was covered in bees. Yeah, that's Carlo. I yell at. <laughs> it's a, it has some funny moments, man. It, I know, I but it's, it's not a great, it's not the best one, but, but it's uh, not the best one. It's got a unicorn. It's got the unicorn journal. And, uh, and again, and it, and it has, you know, Dr. Cox comes through at the end as always, man, for and you. We, and we learned that JD was stuck in a well as a child and they had to, had to shave his shoulders smaller. So that he could squeeze out of the well. That's the most important fact of JD's life that we learned. Well, and I, I had no idea that Murray was an old person's name. I played a character Murray in Clueless. I wish I would have known yeah. the joke. I wish yeah. I would have got the joke. Murray. Well, you wouldn't see a young Murray these days. It does feel like an old man's. It name. does feel like. Yeah. If you're a Murray and you're a young Murray, where are you? Yeah. Raise your hand. <laughs> Raise your hand. All right, that's we our show. That's our show, everybody. Um, couple of uh, things. Remember to buy a ticket to the live show. Onlocationlive.com slash fake doctors. Is that it, Joelle? Yes. And if you want to date Joelle, if you feel that you're a good candidate, please uh, write an email to datejoellemonique at gmail.com. Uh, write a paragraph that 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 is seductive in a non-sexual way, be appropriate and um, include your Instagram handle. If you don't have Instagram, a few pictures so we can get a flavor of your essence. And then uh, we're going to pick two people and they are going to be on the live show and do a dating game like experience with our goddess, Joelle Monique. Should we talk about the slow motion run on the outro? We can do. Go ahead. That didn't stick. What do you mean? The slow motion run didn't stick. I'm noticing that there there were a lot of games that we played yeah. that didn't make it to another another episode. And then there's games like Toe Finger and Did that have more? Or Hide the Saltine? Did Hide the Saltine. The Hide the Saltine had quite a few that that stuck around. All right. Well, yeah, running in slow motion a la Baywatch did not stick. Did not stick. But and it's then, funny oh, how we did it. They did it in real slow motion, and then when they cut back, we're doing it in fake <laughs> we're slow motion. To, and then funny. me running behind you yeah. while you're walking away and thinking. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. So live show. Catch us on Drew Barrymore. Um, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure it's on the YouTubes. And um, what else, Joelle? What else am I forgetting to tell everybody? Buy tickets to the live show. Uh, yeah, Joel. That's yeah, that's it. That's pretty much. That's everything. Yeah, we're getting really excited for the live show, and um, and um, it's going to be spectacular, right, Don? I I, I want to say one thing, and and we are really close to this being closer to being over. So I want to say to everybody out there, I know you have fatigue, and I know that uh, it seems like it's very safe and it's probably and it and it probably is but let's stick to the guidelines of your state and uh and uh use better judgment out there people uh 
because it would suck to have another year. It's been a year pretty much since COVID's been around. It would suck to have another year like 2020. So please, man, I know it feels like it's over, but now's the time to really do your best to stay COVID safe. All right. I got you. On that note, we'll see you next time, everybody. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.